Hi, this is Riggs Eckleberry, CEO of Origin Clear. Welcome to the podcast, Water is the New Goal. Now in this podcast, I explore every week the trends in water, the big disruption that's happening, what we're doing about it, and where the future lies. It's quite interesting. Enjoy and stay subscribed. Okay, everyone, this is Riggs Eckleberry, and this is a brand new experiment that we're doing here, which is an audio insider briefing. And the purpose really is to go back to the old school briefings we used to do. We did about 45, 46 of them over the last year and a half or so. And they're much more informal. They allow me to basically brief you in a very personalized way. And then we decided to once a month, the first Thursday of every month, to do this webinar, but to do it properly. What I found was that for the last three or four webinars that we've been doing since we started trying to do this, it, it was just every single week of the burden of producing it meant that we weren't really, really giving it the focus it needed. So this way, I'll be able to bring in uh, other panelists. I'll be able to do what I want on these, but it's going to be much more intimate, insider, and fresh. Tom Marchesello was a big hit last week, uh, chief operating officer, and he gave us all kinds of details. And if you go to originclear.com and click on CEO, look at the right-hand side, you'll see there's a transcript and a recording of that webinar. It was very, very successful because Tom is extremely real. You know, his background is pretty amazing. He he was in the U.S. Air Force Space Command, came out of it as a captain with a disability, and he subsequently had a stellar career with two areas. One was with uh, large corporate companies in uh, product and uh, product marketing areas, uh, brand, brand director kind of positions. And then also, he spent a lot of time in investment banks on the buy side helping, you know, doing acquisitions and looking at hundreds, thousands of pitches and so forth. How he joined us was very simple. And this was the best thing that came out of the water chain project, which began in early 2018 at the height of the crypto craze. And uh, with water chain, all of a sudden, I was able to reconnect with all my uh, dot-com buddies and um, who became cryptocurrency millionaires or billionaires in some cases. Through that process, all of a sudden I was in the 1%. And it was just amazing to be there uh, of that space. I went to Puerto Rico, did, did all these, um, had all these experiences and uh, it was a very exciting time. And Tom got to know me and um, he really saw the value of what we were doing. Now, Waterchain itself ran smack dab into the crypto winter, as it's called, which is the equivalent of the dot-com crash that occurred in uh, year 2000. So in the year 2018, by mid-2018, we're like, okay, this thing has become too hard to overcome legal issues and this, that, and the other thing. But it still very much remains in background and is something that we're going to be working with going forward. But meanwhile, Tom, when I, when I put this thing on the, on the shelf, he said, well, you're doing the product, so why not just go ahead and, and play with us? That's how it came about. So since then, he has taken full command of the uh, operations areas. We had acquired in mid-2018 the amazing talents of Dan Early, uh, a guru of these prefabricated modular water systems. He focused on that first and you know, bringing that into order 
and then he was doing so well that he became uh, chief operating officer of the company very quickly. And then he came to me in the fourth quarter of 2019 and said, listen, these modular water systems and progressive water have got to be united. On the one hand, Mark Stevens at Progressive Water and Mike Jenkins at VP Sales there, they do a fantastic job, but they really could use design services, really, really good high-end design. And on the Dan Early side with uh, his engineer, Rob Litos, they needed to have arms and legs to execute on things. And so it was a natural to bring them together. And what Tom achieved was that modular water systems stopped being a burden to corporate. It is now fully part of the progressive water treatment profit center. And Mark Stevens has always shown amazing acumen in managing cash flow. His bank balance is quite healthy. And he has shown that he can ride the ups and downs because his business sometimes you do a million dollar deal, but then takes forever to collect on it. So cash flow is always an adventure. And he has always, always, always managed things on his own. And uh, with the help of Tom and our controller, Eric, he managed to completely integrate a modular water system so that now it's one integrated environment. And that is a really strong operating base uh, near Dallas, Texas, McKinney, Texas. Since then, uh, Tom has been working to just do a whole lot of other stuff. And by the way, he actively sells. He and I you know, went and pitched a, a premium hotel chain that is in the final phases of becoming a customer. Again, I have to always disclaim that these things may not happen, but nonetheless, he really developed a close working relationship with this hotel chain and um, has shown just an amazing capability of working with these high level corporate level people because he's one of them. It's really fantastic. So, you know, he's, he's very good at sales. He has done a lot to clean up our marketing. He's, he's brought in Keith Kaplan, who is actually a mutual friend. I've, I've known Keith from, uh, from years ago uh, during the dot-com era. And, um, so he brought in Keith to work on the uh, website and our content. We're, we're growing up. Origin Clear is growing up into a real water company. And what does that mean? It means that we you know it's all the case studies are in one place and, and the, the story is clear and, and all these things because for the longest time we were simply in development. Well, now we're growing up and Tom is really helping us with that. So I, I strongly recommend that you do join the next full live CEO briefing, Water is the New Gold, which will happen, as I say, every first Thursday of every month, 5th of March is the next one. And Tom is a permanent panelist on this because he brings a very valuable insight into what's really going on. Whereas I tend to be about the big picture, he's really about the specifics. So that's a good balance and that's gonna continue. I also intend to bring in other uh, panelists either on this insider briefing or uh, on the full webinar. People who are amazing people like Ken Berenger, Michael Mann. Dan Early has been a repeat panelist and um, I'd like to bring in Mark Stevens, Mike Jenkins, his son, Derek Jenkins, who's doing an amazing job in McKinney of building up our consumables business, which is a very important business because it's very repeat, you know. So that number has been rising and, uh, with Derek's help, and he's really been replenishing the business. So all kinds of interesting people in the company. I would have even like to bring in our amazing marketing agency, which is AGM agency. And that is the head of it is Manuel Suarez, who is a real figure in the uh, online marketing scene, specifically focusing on 
just very, very targeted uh, Facebook uh, social media marketing. He has been working with us to really make us highly visible. I was asked uh, recently, what are you doing about the stock price? And this is always something that, you know, people worry about, rightly so. I've learned over the years that, you know, uh, th throwing money at, um, you know, quote unquote, shareholder awareness people, it's, it's, uh, it's not, it's not a winning game. It's just you know, basically trying to buy your way out of lack of visibility. The solution is to become visible, right? There's really two things that raise the stock price. And that is number one, executing on plan. I say, I'm going to do it. And then I do it and it reflects in the numbers and the numbers improve and the fundamentals are doing, doing better. And that's super important. The second thing is to have a lot of people becoming aware of your company. And, uh, you know, Elon Musk has not spent a dime on advertising. I mean, he's done website stuff and so forth, but he has not spent money on paid advertising. Instead, he has been the spokesperson for Tesla and of course, SpaceX and, and SolarCity. And that is uh, his strength. He's a master at it. Uh, Manuel Suarez and his team are working to do the same thing for us. When we get that kind of visibility, I mean, Elon Musk was billions of dollars in the red before you know the Model 3 really started pulling things around to where now he's dominating the market. So during that time, somebody had to put the vision there. And uh, Elon, of course, is very talented at that. I would never compare myself to Elon. For one thing, he's an amazing engineer, and I'm not. I'm many things, but I'm not a, a, a trained engineer. So what he did is really what we're trying to emulate here, which, which is to really get a lot of interest, a lot of people looking at Origin Clear, and the stock responds to that kind of visibility in indirect ways. Not, you must go buy stock, but rather a lot of people look at the company and then they go, hmm, that, that's interesting. And I'll put, you know, go to E-Trade or whatever. So that is the second thing. The third thing really, I said there were two, but there's really three. The third thing is to get out of getting professional money. Wall Street money is not friendly money. It responds well to, if you're in a strong position, then they'll, they'll give you a good deal. But if you're, you know, if you need money, then uh, they'll basically take care of themselves and not you. And that tends to harm the stock as well. And so what has been wonderful about the last year and a half is we have not had to do that. We've been able to rely on our amazing loyalist investor base, accredited investor base. And that is, I think, one of the biggest pillars of Origin Clear is that we have such fanatic supporters and we do our best to do right by them. And they help us with funding that does not destroy the stock. They're just amazing like that. So th these are the, the elements. Now, what, do we, what are we focusing on right now? It's that second element. Well, first element, of course, and I'll be talking more about performance, but the second element is a, has been a big focus for me in the first couple months of this year as we've been ramping up these weekly briefings, making them more professional, and we're going to keep doing that. AGM Agency is the same agency that's been promoting the famous Dr. Berg of keto fame, and uh, they do an amazing job with him. So I think we're going to do well with them, and I would hope to bring them all on board as well. So lots of interesting things happening with personnel that will enrich these briefings, and I really hope you stick around for them. If you miss any, there's always a transcript and a replay on our website, and we circulate the replays as well. Okay, so now, uh, today I was on Money TV, 
and I was discussing the, the thing that I issued a CEO update uh, last night on and this morning again. Um, and I'm sorry for the, there was a slight, if, if some of you got caught in the changes of links for the Zoom call, and I hope that you were able to to uh, to make it work. We were simply moving very quickly to change over. But now we have uh, basically two streams. One is the insider briefings, which are phone only, and then the webinars, which are full audio video. So what I was reporting on was, I think, something that's becoming clearer and clearer, which is the economy was already cooling down. It was on its way. Uh, you know, uh, Apple warned on the iPhone sales in January, and uh, I was the other day I was watching a report by a major trading group that you know Wall Street firm that that is amazingly good at, at calling these trends and they were even you know as I say pre-virus they were they were saying things are slowing down et cetera et cetera now we've had this coronavirus and as I said in the briefing in the update it is not the dreaded plague or whatever it is a it's a flu it's a flu and there's this very small percentage of people dying, but they're generally 80 years and over. So if you have a strong immune system, it'll be like a flu. But here's the issue. China has basically gone into shutdown mode. And, you know, we've managed to uh, make ourselves highly dependent on China, which is not great. So I see a lot of ripple effects from this, what they call knock-on effects, which is one thing knocks the other, knocks the other, knocks the other, kind of like a domino. And so we're going to see knock-on effects. I've, I've seen the you know, price of copper is dropping. Why? Because see, the factories are shut down. So we're going to see a cooling off of the economy. At this point, I don't see a recession. Why? Because the banks are, central banks are already taking huge steps to, to just pile in the resources and make sure this doesn't happen. So, but definitely, we are moving to a phase where people are going to become more conservative with their capital expenses. And what that means is that the big projects will tend to get delayed. And what, what I showed was a graph, which was published by Lux Research on this we in this webinar that I've referred to again and again from 2016. And you know, I'm, in fact, I'm pulling it up right now. I'm looking at it, aging infrastructure and a widening investment gap, gap continues to break the bank. So spending on wastewater, water and wastewater operation and maintenance has gone from about $12 billion a year in 1960, and these are inflation adjusted dollars, up to $72 billion, a roughly seven times increase by 2014. What's happening is, is that uh, why, why has this gotten worse and worse? And it's going to get even worse um, beyond that because, the number one, we have not spent on water infrastructure. It hasn't happened. Um, and so operation and maintenance, you, you don't invest in a new car. You try and keep your old car going. Well, guess what? Your repair bills are going to rise. You know, I, I, I've been there and, and sometimes especially, uh, you know, you get an older car, especially a luxury car, do not go without an extended warranty because you're just going to be paying through the nose. So that's what happens is all your money, and at some point you're spending far more than if you just bought another car. 
but the problem is, is that let's say you don't have the, the down payment, you don't have the credit, so you just keep owning the old car. You're actually spending more. And a lot of people who are in a poverty cycle spend more money because they don't have the means to buy well. That, it right there is America as, as an infrastructure uh, investment. We just don't quite get ahead of ourselves and we go to war in the Middle East and all that wonderful stuff. I'm being very sarcastic, of course, and we're not doing the uh, infrastructure work. Majority of the O&M operation and maintenance expense is in repair and replacing of old pipes and mains. Just that's, that's what they're doing. They're just doing that stuff and not putting in, you know, proper stuff. Now, again, this 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 long-term trend is why we know, without a shadow of a doubt, because we're experiencing it, why there is a move towards self-treatment by in, by industry and businesses in general, where more and more operators of companies, factories, uh, commercial buildings, agriculture, et cetera, are forced to do their own treatment. There are these case studies again and again, for example, of breweries where they have to, they have to double their, their, their capacity. Local municipality won't do it, and so they have to do it themselves. This is constant. And um, I'm going to circle back to that trailer park story, which is a very, uh, very good example. But in any case, that is a long-term trend. What is happening now with 2020 economy is going to dramatically speed that up. So we see a dramatic increase, acceleration of the operation and maintenance budget, which is going to continue to drive the treatment of water to the periphery, to the edge, to the treatment of water uh, on premises by businesses and industry and agriculture, as opposed to the central treatment plants that are going to focus more and more on the bare bones, providing clean water to consumers, which is the one thing they just cannot do without is you got to get clean water in your tap and you got to be able to flush your toilet. Everybody else is going more and more to their own uh, treatment. And that is a fact. The other thing that this means is that the business of water service as a category is taking off and it's already very healthy. You know, you take a look at membranes, for example, that's a 22 billion dollar market membranes alone worldwide and probably about 10 percent of that is the cleaning of membranes so that's a pretty substantial business and it's a very simple business so the, the cleaning and refurbishing of membranes um, is going to grow why because with tight budgets you go well i could just buy new and a lot of people just bought new like let's say you're operating a dialysis machine in a building and um you know, it requires a little clean water. And the thing starts, you know, the it starts getting dirty. It used to be you just get, get new ones, just get new ones. Well, now we're going to try and refurbish the ones we've got, but we still got to have super clean water. Or if you have a chip fab, you know, there's, there's chip fabs all over the place, and they have to have water that's beyond pure. It has to be super clean, clean water and then not have any silica, not have any, any of the minerals that could damage the production of circuit boards and chips. And so what you have is very demanding applications. And even there, they're going, well, if we can go with 99 point, our standard is 99.8% cleaning. In other words, that membrane is able to deliver 99.8% clean water. 
It can't drop to 99.7%. Why? That's a 50% increase, decrease rather, of the purity of the water, right? So it's 50% worse. It doesn't seem like a lot, but that, that right there, you, you shut down your operation. So that's definitely mission critical. And yet what's happening is there is increasing demand for refurbishing uh, these membranes, for example, but there you have to have very high quality providers. So if you're going to compete with new, you know, when you go to a computer store and you get, and you get that refurbished computer, it better work exactly like a new one or else you're just not, it's not worth the trouble. So that's where there's a growth in the marketplace of maximizing what you've got. Now it's not just membrane cleaning. That's, that's a really interesting space, but, but um, going further out, there's a field service, right? Now the big corporations like Evoqua, they charge, you know, a lot for a field service technician to come out. It's $160 an hour is the rate, about as much as a paralegal. And, uh, <laughs> Believe me that, that that tech is not being paid anywhere close to that. That tech's probably getting, getting paid, you know, in the in the 20s per hour if he's very good, he or she. So the, there's rampant overcharging in field service, and there are opportunities in each one of these, but they're highly vertical. You know, you've got healthcare, treatment of water for healthcare, treatment of water for, as I was saying, chip fabs. Chip fabs that's a place that fabricates chips. Beverage, the beverage industry has specific requirements. So they all have very specific requirements and expertise. So, but it's a very, very profitable business. Origin Clear is not planning to go into all these activities just, you know, oh, I think we'll just do that. No, this is not, we don't intend to learn that way. You know, we successfully brought in Dan Early and he brought us all this capability with modular water systems from day one we didn't have to go through his 25 year apprenticeship. Similarly, we believe that we can connect with partners in this space and do extremely well. And that is what I was working on this week with Bill Charneski and, and Michael Mann, who are the M&A team. So long and short of it is number one, we're playing in a decentralized space with these modular water systems. And that is directly in line with this growth in or the degradation of infrastructure, et cetera. And number two, we are busy getting more and more into the service side of the business because here's what's interesting about it. I was visiting a partner this week and this partner has been consistently giving business to progressive water treatment, very much similar to how Permionics was, has been sending business to from progressive water treatment. This other prospective partner who's in the city in the West and is, has been a steady source of business to our water company. What I'm saying is that these service activities directly drive opportunities for three, 400, $500,000, $600,000 systems, even more because when the guy, service guy is on the spot making good money, he's also in the relationship and can hear about opportunities to make these big projects happen. So this is a fantastic way, I believe, for us to build a footprint across the U.S. and even international, make money at it, make very, very good money at it with high margins, because unlike equipment, equipment has relatively low margins. Service has high margins if you can be uh, good at it. The service activities, I can't get more specific than that at this time, 
but we're going to have some some interesting news coming along about how we do there and that's going to dramatically create the growth of i believe the growth of the revenue on a rapid scalable basis and will also drive business for our water business in dallas and others so that's that's where that stands and it's a good trend that is on our side i wanted to spend the last few minutes of this briefing just to talk a little bit about this fantastic Alabama trailer park story. And why am I bringing it up? It's because a water trade magazine got very interested in it and wants us to write an article for them, et cetera. Unfortunately, we were not quite ready yet because the ink was not dry on the contract, but the trailer park space is quite interesting. You know, it's actually huge. 20 million people live in trailer parks, 6% of our population. And they rely on, and by the way, only 6% of the population, but 18% of all tornado deaths uh, occur in trailer parks, uh, residents. And concentration is very much in the, so the, uh, it's called a poverty divide. And it's kind of like below the Mason-Dixon line, essentially. And they have two ways that they, they treat water. One is the septic tank, and the other one is a lagoon. And sometimes a septic tank going into a lagoon, that's the proper thing. But the reason why people use lagoons is they are half the price of the septic tank and they basically take no maintenance. It just it goes into a pond and this stuff stinks and that's just how it is. But as I was pointing out, that is changing fast. And we came up with an elegant solution that is going to be very, very interesting for these trailer parks. Now I might add that trailer parks are big business. Sam Zell alone has controlling interest in nearly 140,000 parks in America. That company uh, made almost a billion dollars in revenue, helped make Sam Zell about a $5 billion man. And of course, Warren Buffett owns the biggest mobile home manufacturer, and um, he's got the biggest home, uh, mobile home lenders. So it's a big business. And what happens very quickly is that if you have a solution, an elegant, an expensive solution to the trailer park lagoon problem, then a lot of very deep pocketed people are interested. So expect to hear more about this, but I, I really loved how simple it was. No excavation, no uh, local permitting approvals, no expensive plumbing or electrical subcontractors, no stormwater control permits, no long construction, just drop a buoy in the middle of the lagoon and let it do its thing. So that's, that's the kind of elegant solution that Dan really comes up with. What I can tell you is that I'm very, very happy with how we're moving along. Um, and there is a, as I was saying, uh, developing business in the service area. And there's also a lot of opportunities to do great things in the continuing business of modular water systems. I am getting more and more happy with how things are clicking and What's making it all possible, and I'm, the reason we're able to literally say we're going into this incredibly interesting market that is going to boom because of the economy slowing down, which is the uh, service uh, side of the water industry, is because of our ability to get good beneficial funding from our supporters, our credit investors. The current funding round, I've been saying it's going to wrap up for some time. I really recommend, if you are accredited, to speak to Ken Berenger, extension 201. 
Michael Mann, extension 206. David Angus, always a great way to get to me, extension 116. And always the email invest at originclear.com is a great way to get to us. That number is 323-939-6645. Canada extension 201, Michael 206, Devin at 116. I hope that you stay registered for these insider briefings. Make sure that you're also registered. It's a separate Zoom invitation for the monthly webinar. And so, you know, we'll, we'll make it clear on our website. If you go to originclear.com, click on CEO, we'll, we'll endeavor to, to differentiate between the two and give you a choice. Uh, regardless, everybody who signed up for one hears about the other, and we're going to make sure it's all done that way. We're moving very quickly. I really appreciate your excitement and interest. And as always, I, uh, I wish you a good weekend, and um, stay tuned. I'll see you guys next Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. And then remember that on the 5th of March, we've got the big webinar, and that is going to be a lot of fun because we'll have the time to do it right. Water is the new goal. Thank you very much, and good evening. Well, that's the end of another podcast, and thanks for joining me. Do stay subscribed. And if you'd like to give me your ideas and interact with me generally, please join me for the live briefing Thursdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Just sign up at originclear.com slash CEO. Bye for now.